Hey guys, just really quick, before our usual disclaimer, I just wanted to give out a quick trigger warning. So around 23 minutes, Leah starts off her topic of talking about sexual abuse in media and um, specifically the trope of rape to relationship and how this is an issue. So I did want to throw out this trigger warning just to warn you that we will be talking about sexual abuse, specifically rape and, and then also incest. So so please, if you do not want to listen to this or cannot listen to this, please skip from 23 minutes all the way to about 41 minutes. That might be off by a couple of seconds because of this trigger warning, but please, again, skip from about 23, 24 minutes all the way to 40 minutes, 40, 41 minutes. Thank you. Now enjoy the show. Hey guys, as always, the Side Character Podcast are not experts. These are just our own personal opinions and experiences. Now on to the show. Ha <laughs> You thought we were done with disclaimers at the beginning here. So one more quick disclaimer. So at the end of this episode, I do go into a long rant about how I was upset with the ending of Attack on Titan. Since Attack on Titan is a manga that just finished, and I'm not talking about the anime ending, I'm talking about the total manga ending, the total end of the story. If you do not want spoilers, if you do not want to hear complaints dealing with the last arc, especially the very end of the manga, please skip from minutes 43 or 40, let's say about 45 minutes to about an hour and two in, and then you'll hear our final thoughts on the entire episode, not necessarily the manga. So please, if you do not want Attack on Titan spoilers, please skip from minute 45 to about an hour and two. Thank you. Hello and welcome to the Side Characters Podcast, a podcast about diversity and nerd culture. I'm Jordan. And I'm Leah. How's it going, Leah? Oh, it's okay. The world seems to be opening up again. That's nice. We get to go to the pub soon. Very exciting. Um, yeah. I'm going to miss having an excuse to not do anything. It's going to be sad. It's going to be sad. I actually had to make, anyway. I had to make <laughs> plans with someone? What? What are these plans you speak of? All my friends aren't just in the computer at, available at all times? <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, it's sad being a nerd into COVID because literally it's going to go back to normal and everything's going to suck again. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, I think last time we talked, we talked about cancel culture. But we're I call these short episodes... Not necessarily because the episode length is going to be short, but because the prep work is so much it's less than so our usual. So much less than our usual, yeah. So, so, but this is probably not going to be a quote-unquote short episode. This is probably going to be quite a while. Oh, God. And we're going to be just as angry as we always are. Which it's is, more know, so. More so, probably. I think you're... I think I'm going to be fine and you're going, like, people are going to see the aggression from you that they usually see from oh, me. Oh, I'm real angry, guys. <laughs> yeah, like, like, I think it's funny that people are finally going to see you be angry rather than me being the fiery one. So, for this episode, we're going to be talking about media breaking points for us. So, mm -hmm. like, you know, venting about things that we have seen in media, tropes, etc., whatever, 
that have either A, prevented us from watching said media or B, stopped us from enjoying something we liked. Yeah. I don't know about you, Leah, but I have at many times put something down that I previously enjoyed because of problematic trope or a portrayal of a character or just something that just rubbed me the wrong way. Sometimes it happens at the very end of it, and then I end up hating the whole thing. We'll yeah. see what happens. No, same same thing. There's <laughs> oft, like sometimes it's very casual. Like there's just like oh, there's too much of this. I don't like this anymore. I'm gonna stop now. Um, or yeah, it can be something big that <laughs> I'm like, nope, I'm I'm noping right out of here. I've noped out of the room, please. <laughs> like, like high rise. So, anywho, oh, we're gonna start with me because I, I, I will say, like I said a little bit earlier, I'm the less angry one for once. Yeah, I, I'm the one who's like feeling okay today. And, and this like, episode is primarily trigger and spoiler warning, as usual, or not? Yeah, as, as usual. you heard at the very beginning of the episode, like I always put in. Yeah, so it's there's, gonna be there's three trigger warnings this time, as opposed to the usual. Yep. Well, I guess two trigger warnings and a spoil word. Well, yeah. So it's not as bad. Yeah. So, okay. Here we go. Um, <laughs> I'm going to lead this off with um, doing what I usually do, talking about the portrayals of minorities and equal sharing of screen time for minorities in media. Oh, no. Leah, I started talking off. I even thought of like your worst example. It's just Ghost of the Show live action again. But we're not going to do that. Oh, no. So, as everybody knows, I watch a lot of anime. And yeah. have been doing so more recently because live action and other types of media have kind of been a little bit too much. It's like, it's because now there's like five different streaming um, services and all of them have original shows that they're all trying to sell to me at once. We got Disney being like, hey, look at WandaVision and look at Captain Soldier in the Winter Falcon. And they got like um, Netflix. It's like, hey, let's watch all these dramas coming up. Hey, you want to look at Bridgerton? Look at Bridgerton. And then it's just like um, Hulu has a bunch and Amazon has a bunch. Amazon's like, hey, look at horror. You, you, you even, like horror. You don't even have Amazon. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it's not pitching it to me. That's that true. I, I don't I see also, advertisements constantly. I also and pitched them I, to you. It's not like I don't have a friend who's like, hey, you should get Amazon to watch these things. That's true. That's true. Also, so, did yeah, you call it up. Captain Soldier and Winter Falcon? Because that's amazing. I love that. I, I did. I accidentally said Captain Soldier and then I just rolled with it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, the Captain Soldier was an accident. The Winter Falcon was on purpose. But yeah, I, I was like, ah, frick, I messed that one up. But yeah, so there's like 800 different shows that I have to watch all at once. So mm. anime is like, oh, I already have a long backlog of anime, so I might as well just catch up on that because all the new stuff is just going to annoy me. Yeah, so true. So recently, I started catching up with one that was on my list. Um, it's a show called Dorarara, and um, so so Dorarara is like an ensemble cast show where like there is all these different characters and each like each episode shows a different perspective of a different character narrated by a different character and it kind of jumps back and forth through all the different characters in the show and like you know shows all the goings on in the city from the like i think there's like 10 or 20 10 or 20 different characters so first episode they introduced this character named simon who is a black Russian character. And so they introduce him. Like, so they're kind of going through the tour of the city. The character, 
Masaomi is showing Mikado around because Mikado has just moved to the city and they um, point out this character, Simon, who is the Black Russian. He runs this um, kind of crappy um, sushi place called Russia Sushi and he's out standing in front of the sushi place handing out flyers. Well, of course, because it's a black character, they have to point out that he's black. And they start, like, basically mentioning, like, oh, why is a black guy selling sushi? Who is this black guy? Oh, he's kind of scary. All this stuff. Basically, all these comments from the character Mikaida about how this dude is black. And then that is kind of um, alleviated by the one character being like, oh, no, don't worry about Simon. He's cool. So it's just like, first, look at the scary black character. And second, don't worry about him. He's one of the good ones. We're like two things that happened in the very first episode. Ugh. And that was, like, the biggest of turnoffs to me, where I was like, really? This is how you're going to treat the, like, only black... By the way, the only black character in the entire show, you're going to mm. treat him like that. That's shitty. That's shitty. It's also, like, in vast comparison <laughs> to the only other show that I've seen, Asian show that has, like, a black character in it, which I was uh, watched uh, a Thai show uh, that had a black gay character running a cafe and no one made comments on him ever no one was like man why is there a black guy running this cafe or like stuff anything related to that and it was he was a pretty cool character and legit like helped out the main character multiple times and was just a generally nice guy. And they never made a single comment about it. It's, That's a vast comparison. <laughs> like, vastly different. Because I, I guess, really, like I said, the turnoff is that it was this black character. And, you know, we have all these different characters. Characters with weird hair. We had a headless character. And, like, there wasn't look like, oh, look at this character. Like, that character was more easily accepted than all the freaking black character. And I'm just sitting here watching this. It's like... I understand. So I, I first understand because, you know, when you see something like this, you look it up online and there's so many people who are like, oh, it's not a big deal. Oh, don't worry about it. And I understand at the very basis that Japan is very different to America when it comes to diversity. Because of the way America was colonized, there is a vast amount of diversity and vast amount of different people in America. I don't have to get into it, but the reason why black people are so common is because of slavery. Um, Japan was not colonized in the same way, and Japan was not does not have the same type of diversity because of the difference that, I guess, that Japan was founded on. Don't have to get into it. That's a whole other conversation. So I understand why it would be weird to see a black guy running a sushi shop in the middle of Japan. I understand that. But the way it was treated, I thought, was in a negative way that made me feel like, it's like, oh, look at this weird character. He's an other. He's not like all the other characters in this because of his skin color. He can't be considered like any of the other characters because of his skin color. And we have to make an excuse if he's a cool guy for him even to be considered because of his skin color. And that upset me. Great. Yeah, I, I think then, yeah, I think that's like, for me, thinking on what you're telling me is that's the comparison I have issues with is that people are like, well, Japan's different, but at the same time, are you're not acknowledging the fact that they just by saying, well, he's the cool guy, have used the Western standard of how you treat black people 
the perceptions of black, the Western perception, white perception of black people to do that. Like, why, why should they have to justify in this difference? Like, do you get what I'm saying? Why is there this justification of, oh, he's a good one? Why is it, oh, he's cool? Like, why is that justification needed if they're so different that they don't have this, like, yeah, okay, you have to establish why is he made, why does he have this sword? You don't need to just, it's, it's just like, it's a, it's a, it's a, like, you're not thinking it through, people, it's still wrong. Yeah, it's, if you have to use a justification to justify why someone's normal, okay, so I guess here's the basis. You see a bunch of white guys, someone walks up, you don't, he's like, oh, don't worry about this white guy, he's one of the good ones. You never ever hear that. You never have someone have to explain just by appearance why this white person is okay. But at the same time, that's something that's constantly used for black people. Don't worry, he's not like yeah. all the others. You and, don't see that. And to Japan, you would probably have that same questioning with many foreigners. You'd be like, oh, why is this foreigner here? That might happen. Because Japan is one of the most homogenous countries in the world. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. They don't go, why the fuck is this white gaijin here? Like, they don't say that. Is this gaijin okay? Like, Again, there's a bunch of other Russian characters, but they didn't get, oh, don't worry about those, like, Russian guys. Like, because he's not the only one who runs the sushi shop. It wasn't, don't worry about all these Russian guys in the sushi shop. They're cool. No, it was, don't worry about Simon, the black guy. And that, 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 that was like the. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. When, which blah, 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 is the point of this episode, everyone. And blah, 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 will happen multiple times. It's frustrating because, like, I get that a lot in my life where it's like, I have to prove that I am one of the good ones on a constant basis. I can't just be considered that. Like, it can't be like, oh, he has a ton. Like, because I understand there's like another side of it. It's like, because tattoos are something that's not really like you know, okay in Japan because tattoos usually mean Yakuza. So, like, I could understand if there was, like, a dude with a bunch of tattoos like, oh, don't worry about him. He's one of the good ones. But that's not something that happens to anybody else. And I hate having to have that experience in my own life on many occasions, having to act certain ways to justify why I'm okay to other people because they wouldn't just accept me just standard as they would every other person. And then having to see that in the show that, like, I've heard is really good and that I want to like just really upset me. And it was, like, one thing that literally I almost put the show down after the first episode. Yeah. Actually, after that section of that first episode, because that's not the whole episode. And that's the thing is that, like, as well, you then have the, like, okay, yes, Americans and other people, Westerners, um, like, like to take the institutional racism out of many arguments while this has been this is even more so that people are like you're wrong it's not racism because because it can't be because it's japan like what what are you trying to say here like people are trying to even more so remove that racism factor from it is like yeah extra so extra being like well you can't be angry because it's culture yeah no I, I, I guess, and then that's like the point because I, I, I need to stop doing this to myself. And I mean, I'm also going to tell you to stop doing this to yourself, but like there's a necessary, it's necessary at points. But I looked up stuff about this online. I looked up how other people responded and reacted. I saw another African American post pretty much what I said. It's like, 
this was upsetting because like oh the way that they portray and even draw simon is kind of offensive and other people were like oh no it's not offensive because simon's a cool character he's one of the strongest characters of the shows like, he's a really upstanding awesome guy and it's just like okay cool. okay 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 cool just because you're a good guy doesn't mean you're portrayed in a non-offensive way Ugh, i just want to punch someone this episode yeah. is going to be leah wants to punch someone the entire time well, and then so, and then they're like, oh, well, he's one of the strongest and one of the coolest, blah, blah, blah. But that comes to the second part of this first topic is like the equal sharing of screen time for minorities, where, like I said, ensemble show, there's a bunch of different characters. I will say every, every character gets like a narrating episode and every character gets a narrating episode. Simon gets to narrate twice. And while like some characters don't even like there are some like very small characters that don't even get to narrate. Simon is supposed to be like part of this group and part of like a, the second strongest character in the show, et cetera, et cetera. But he doesn't really get that much screen time as all the other characters. He's very seldomly seen. And when he's seen, he's at the restaurant because that's their hangout spot. But you never really see him around. You never see him doing anything. They literally call him like so strong, like a good fighter in the show. But I think the only time he really does anything is he stops a fight in the second episode. And that's, like, all. And he's of, like, the, I will say the sidest of side characters because he really not so much. Okay, so he supports the sushi shop. He doesn't own it. And then, like, he very seldomly supports other people by, like, giving them. Oh, God, he's a magical Negro. <laughs> He is the trope of the oh, magical God. Negro because he'll stop in and he'll like give advice. Oh, don't worry about the oh fighting's not good. Yeah. And stuff like that. He oh God, he's a magical Negro. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh, this is happening on live the spot, on the people. show. You just have me realize that live not on only the spot is he just a you. side character, he's also another trope. God, and it's it, it just it's upsetting to see it the way that they portrayed the only black guy in the show as like. Special because he's black. Yeah. And not yeah. like part of the show, not part of the action. He's very yeah. side character. He's sidelined a lot. And like there's these big events that happen. Like he's part of the group that they're happening to. They could literally just call him in to help, but no one ever calls him in to help. <sighs> he's not really part of it. He's just there to be like, oh, fighting's bad. Oh, you need to calm down. And oh, I see this sad look on your face, Masahomi. You. Want some sushi? It's so bad. It's uh, getting worse as I talk about it more. I'm sorry. So I understand, again, that, like, and I was kind of talking to Leah about this, like, right before we started the show. I understand that anime is not perfect. Anime is not going to be perfect. Anime has some highly problematic stuff in it. Yep. And that's, that's just anime. And there are artists and there are writers who do a good job in takeaway tropes and like it's on the road to being better but there are still issues in it that hurt me still issues that make me want to put down the show still issues that make me weary of recommending it to others yeah well and i think as well yeah, that I it's it's about it's about the fact that you Often when you see, like, I think of every day, like, I think of every day sexism or racism in this thing, some places are better than others because people will still call it out. 
if I tell someone that someone catcalled me, they'll express frustration and say oh, that's I'll murder awful. them. Sorry, what? <laughs> that like that's the thing though is that in some countries you get solidarity. People will be like, "That's awful. It shouldn't happen." In other places, you're like, "Well, that's just how it is," and that's demoralizing. Yeah. That's kind of what you're describing for anime is that oftentimes anime people go, "Well, that's just how it is," and you're supposed to accept that. When in reality, should we be? We shouldn't. We shouldn't have. I shouldn't have to say this thing and then be afraid that people are going to be like, well, that's just how it is. Oh, the black character portrayal in anime is never really that good. Oh, well, he is a cool character. You're just worried about the small things. Like, I shouldn't have... When I looked it up, that's really the response I saw to multiple African-Americans saying, hey, I didn't like this. Is get over it. That's not... That's not how how it should go. That that's not how it should be. Is you need to get over it. No, we need to work together to make things better or push forward the things that do it right. There are animes that do it very well and have good black characters, have good portrayals, or have like portrayals of all different people, of female characters, etc. Maybe we need to start being more active about calling out the ones that do it shittily. Yeah. Particularly and not being exclusionary because it's a different culture. I'm yeah. sorry. I, I'm really tired of that. I just need people who watch a lot of anime who also consider themselves to be woke should wake the fuck up and realize that you can't be exclusion because of another culture. I'm sorry. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I just can't. I can't. We're all, cons- it's also in this case, it's a global content. We're globalizing. The internet's made it global. Yeah. It's, and it's all founded it's just... on racism. So the world is founded on racism. Yeah. Okay. So Leah, take it away. It's time for you to oh. get mad. I am sorry that boy, I'm oh doing boy. this to you, but you know, sometimes you just got to get mad. I, you know, the things I did for this show today, I forced myself to watch something I didn't want to watch. Cause unlike Jordan, I couldn't continue watching the thing that I'm about to talk about because I was angry at it. So let me give some context to this, and then I'll basically describe what I saw and then tell you about the awful trope, because that's how we're going to do it. So a bit of context. It's easy yet difficult to explain. There's a genre that I've talked about a couple times in passing, but in case you don't know, listeners, is called uh, Yaoi, or Boys Love, or BL. Or for the people who have bad accents in pronouncing um, Japanese words, Yaoi. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's a media that depicts fictionalized homoerotic relationships between male characters. Um, it started in Japan with manga and novels and is now popular throughout most of Asia and is popular in the West, too. Um, it's expanded into movies and TV. Um, we may give it a full episode someday because it is very very much comes with a whole range of issues and interesting questions about like why it's popular and how it's popular particularly resulting from the fact that it's a genre where the super majority of the audience and the creators themselves are female for a thing that's about men yeah um so with that in mind and thinking about the fact, because I know some people have like pre ideas about this, prejudgments about this genre, that there are numerous reasons why people like it. I can tell you that I myself enjoy this genre 
And it definitely fits into my whole, like, I love escapism and romance vibe. And yeah, that I've kind of like told you all about throughout the show. So let me tell you about this show that recently started and is currently on air. It's not done yet. It's called His Story for Close to You. Now it's one of the four, it's one of uh, a series that I have really liked. It comes out of Taiwan um, that each one tells a different, like each season tells a different story, um, a BL story, it's romance. Um, and they're mostly been amazing. Like they've mostly been really well done, very interesting takes on things, like just interesting stories, not a ton of like super duper cliches. While this one, uh, uh, I'm time. trying. Okay. So basically, this one has a set of two couples, and it's very light and fluffy from the beginning. It's very much like there's a bunch of stuff happening. Well, the secondary couple is what we're going, or one of the two couples is what we're going to talk about. And it's, uh, it's gross. Um, So basically, the second couple is this one guy who works with this company and his stepbrother, who is stalking him, basically. Um, you find out at the end of the first episode and is the stepbrother is like stalking him and clearly in love with him and then proceeds to punch his best friend uh, because they were walking together. And so, yeah, then there's like, but it's clear that the older brother um, views the person, views the stepbrother as a uh, as a sibling. Very clearly. It is very clear. And it's just like nice. This person is like, well, he just he just doesn't like um, he's got a cold personality, like it gets him to apologize to the best friend. And it's like he's just like, you know, he doesn't deal well with people like making excuses for him, whatever, whatever. Great. Cool. Ends up that they the stepbrothers like I have my birthday. I want to go to the, on a trip with you. They go on a trip. They have one hotel room. Um, he uh, gets his brother drunk to the point of passing out and then proceeds to wake him up and tell him how much he loves him and then proceeds to have sex with him. (laughs) There was no consent. The brother is still incredibly drunk and clearly barely recognizes who he is. The brother is openly gay and in this show didn't resist but is also so drunk that he barely knows what's happening. It is very clear that he does not really realize what's happening. And all he gets from the the older brother is he's like, I love you. And the brother's like, oh, I love you too. In a way that clearly sounds like he's like talking about his sibling. And then he proceeds to rape him. Yeah. So continuing from there, next morning, brother, older brother freaks out, wakes up, freaks out, runs away. Um, goes back home, proceeds to tell his friends, the other couple, that he's afraid that he came on to his brother and slept with him because that's apparently what his thoughts go to. And I'm like, oh, you poor baby. Um, and the stepbrother wakes up and is all fucking happy. He's legitimately happy and then goes to the brother's house and kisses him and is like, yeah, I want to be with you. And the brother's like, what the fuck? And so they slap the shit out of him and he leaves. Legit, legit slaps the shit out of him and leaves. But then, 
it's clear that this is a setup for a certain trope because these are the four people who are on the cover. There's no way they're not going to get together by the end of the show. It is very obvious that they will be together at some point in the show. That's what happens. Um, that's the form of this trope. Uh, it, yeah, I'm, I'm de- debating. Hold on. Give me a second. I need to uh, debate. Which re- really is... quick. I just want to say, I'm pro- like, I might accidentally edit them out, but there are through your whole explanation, just really just like, Oh God, size the entire time. Just like, I mean, I might accidentally if I like clear a lot of blank space, but just a lot of, oh God, it's just this trope. You've told me about this trope before. I didn't know this was a thing. Well, I mean, I, I've seen yeah. it and I didn't really like, I thought it was like a one time thing. Like, oh, that's bad. But no, yeah. like, the fact that this is a trope that exists, like makes me sick to my stomach. Yeah. Yeah, let me tell, let me give you everybody else the context to for this trip. Oh, yes, so, I, and then I'll set up the other scenes. So, um, yeah, I'm telling you this because this is an actual trope. This is not a one-time thing. This is something that happens regularly in BL, um, and I really wish would die a million ways. It's the trope is called rape to relationship. Oh God. Um, it's a, it's a subcategory of the ever so vividly named trope. It's not rape if you enjoyed it. Oh, God. Which, if that doesn't give you shivers and make you want to vomit, then. God. Ugh. 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 So, yeah, basically that trope ignores the fact that, um, an orgasm is a result of sufficient nerve stimulation. And particularly when men are raped. It means that there's there's no way to stop it from happening. And so people use that as an excuse. And this relationship, raped relationship trope is what happens in BL, in manga, and in several TV shows where they set up character raping another one, usually when they're drunk, <sighs> and then setting it up for them to be in a relationship. Now, I'll give you more context on the scenes that I forced myself to watch today, the later episodes following that lovely, lovely episode. But there is another case of a very popular show, a BL show called Love by Chance. It's probably one of the most popular in the West, actually. And where basically a high schooler stalks his crush, who's a university student, with the help of his own brother, the guy's brother, and then rapes him and then they end up in a relationship together oh, it's appalling it's appalling so this is and this is heavy i know people that this is heavy but the reason i'm telling you about this is because this shouldn't fucking happen it and not exist. enough people know about this and should be upset by this so continuing on with the history history four or his story for whatever you want to do. Oh, today that's I watched the, the ep- called his story. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Today I watched the follow up episodes to be like, okay, what's going to happen? Because I was like, you know what? I wasn't going to watch it until we we're done. And then we decided to do this episode and now I'm watching them. So I wrote down in these, the scenes that follow after that deal with this, because basically, oh my God, it's appalling. There's two scenes particularly where it's just like it's the it's the older brother talking with the best friend and he's like, I just I just I never thought that he'd be influenced by me. Best friend says influenced by you. How? And then he says, I'm guessing he knew about my sexuality early on. His personality is cold. It's not easy for him to get close to anyone. And his relationship with me is good. But because we aren't related by blood, I must have bewitched him. He thought it was love. What should I do? 
Oh my god! Oh yeah. Oh lord. Oh my god! <laughs> There's so much wrong with this. Uh, real, really quick, I just want to say, like, we can take this and pass this off as like, a, oh well, this just happened in a K drama. This is just something that's like left field, like. I can't think of the movie that it is, but this happens in American media too. Yeah. This happens in TV shows too. I can't think of them off the top of my head. I will do some research. I don't want to because I don't want to look into it because it makes me literally, I do not feel good talking about it. it. But I was, this isn't just an outlier. What I'm saying, this is an actual trope that exists. It's not an outlier. It's not something that is just going to happen once in this gross show and then never anywhere else. It is something that happens in media a lot. That's why it's called a trope. Anyways, continue. Particu- particularly for gay for gay men. This yeah. happens a lot for gay men in shows. Um, so, yeah, this happens. And then basically what ends up happening is the brother, like, tells him how he's, like, was sad as a child. And, like, you're supposed to feel for him. And, and then uh, the stepbrother tells him this and is like, oh, he, he, he finally gets him. T- Sorry, he wasn't answering his phone calls. And then he finally gets the step gets the older brother to come by showing him sending him a picture of him standing on the fucking edge of a building and then he talks to him and is like i'm sad and i had a sad childhood blah 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 shit and then the older brother decides to forgive him and within an episode and probably like time wise maybe within less than a week they're back to normal because because the because the stepbrother is like yeah I want you to be able to come home so you can like I want you to be able to come out to our, to your dad because he hasn't done that and so he uses that as like a ploy to get him to like whatever and they're like he's like oh I still don't really trust you but like we're still we're good now we're good now and how he knows is good now is because the friends are like man how could you forgive him and then they and then this scene happens where he says. Uh, Young Jay isn't like that. He didn't want to take advantage of me. He just likes me too much. Ever since he was little, he, he everything he likes, he strongly defends. What the fuck? What the fuck? He just said that he likes him too much. That's why he physically assaulted him. Nice. <sighs> Okay, so that's that's basically where we're up to because now he's forgiven him and it's clear that they're going to end up in a relationship because the end of the last episode, they were fucking holding hands. So I'm done. I'm done. I'm like fucking done. I'm fucking done with this. I'm so done. Let's take a second, oh Leah, because now we have to get into the best part, the worst part, which is how do people react to this online? Are they like me freaking out and being like, Oh, this is awful. There are, thankfully, some people like me. Uh, some people. Really quick, I do want to just throw out quickly. There's a, if, just, because I'm afraid that people are like, oh, well, it's okay, pop so therefore it doesn't happen in, like, American media. Um, Apparently, happens in The Watchmen, happens in Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Strikes Again. It happens in James Bond movies. Um, Apparently, Gone with the Wind. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that, um, yeah. Revenge of the Nerds. Um. Yeah, it happens There's all the time. Apparently, sixteen candles. Oh yes, Blade yes, Runner. That, that's so it's ha- 
happens in literature. It happens all the time. I just, again, because, like, we're talking about anime and K-dramas, things that are, like, a little bit niche. Oh, I'm afraid that people are like, yeah. oh, this doesn't happen everywhere. No, it happens everywhere else. <laughs> it does. It's just that this is, like, super common in BL. And this is, and the reason I'm going to tell you right now is how people react to it is why I'm so pissed. Because this is what happens. So I went online after this and screenshotted some shit. Because I wanted to know, a friend asked me if it was, if people were reacting the same way I was. No, not everyone's reacting the same way I was. I saw a thing on there which said, um, it was a clip of the show from the episode after and the person was like, oh my god, they have such great chemistry. And then someone in the comments said, poor Bay." And then someone underneath that said he's a rapist. That's that should be me. Um, and then the person who posted the post said, "You can't say that." With all my respect, please respect this couple, Stan. If you guys hate them and dis- and discuss, just skip their parts, but don't insult him. What? Just as there are people who hate them, there are people who love them so much. Thank you. And the person underneath is like, "I'm just stating a fact." you want to support a rapist go at it um and but that's yeah that's legitimately what that person said and then i went on to the place where this is being shown the website where this is being shown to get reviews and there are a bunch of reviews of people being like i'm tired i'm tired of getting like into this and people saying like this is um entertaining it's sexual assault emotional abuse and manipulation could trigger someone and by the way there's it's only got an age 15 rating and uh the trigger warning is only in the subtitles, so in the original language, there is no trigger warning. And the trigger warning isn't for sexual assaults. It's, there are scenes you might find distressing or discomforting. Anyways. Um, um, sorry, I'm silent because this is, it makes me sick. Um, <sighs> there's, also, there's also one review that I'm going to read one more, which is one that I translated from German. Um, my first something, I just can't stand the many negative reviews. Many turn off of the show because of rape or incest. I see neither one nor the other. What I see is a drunk man who's groaning lustfully under his partner and who seems to be enjoying his caresses. He is conscious, wants to kiss his partner in, in, in turn lends a hand. I take that as an agreement. I don't see, know how. Viewers who can criticize the last consent handle it so privately. Do you fill out a form beforehand? It would be rape, as shown in the preview of the next episode. Uh, there's alcohol involved. So in the next episode, one of the the couples gets drugged and then sexually assaulted. And that one gets handled properly. Um, but also they're saying that there's alcohol involved, but the other main character defends himself with everything he has. Using alcohol as an excuse is also wrong from my point of view. <laughs> um, nobody made him drink alcohol. <laughs> he could have said, also said no. <laughs> from my purview, he pointed, it, he participated in alcohol and sex. You could also argue that the driver is not responsible for the accident because he was <sighs> drunk and didn't really okay, want it. Okay. Is the step is the stepbrother acting morally here? Certainly not. Has the trust been destroyed? Definitely. I'm curious how it will be resolved uh, that's there's no need to say a word about stalking completely out of the question before i forget incest only occurs among blood relatives that's not the case here people fall in love with each other who are grown up as siblings in this stranger things yeah that's pretty much it Ugh. they they oh and then he thanks the editors they're doing a great job yeah fuck 
Okay, we're done. That was painful for everybody. I'm assuming for our listeners too. But oh my God. Oh my God. This isn't the only person who posts reviews like this. There are people literally saying, if you don't like it, turn it off and don't watch it. There are other shows you could watch. And people who are saying it's not rape. It's motherfucking rape, dude. I mean, I have a little blip at the end of this episode that I'm going to say, but like, I'm just going to go for right now. Um, If you don't like it, don't watch it doesn't mean that it's not problematic it doesn't mean that it doesn't have something disgusting horrible in it it doesn't mean that it's okay usually when you hear if you don't like it don't watch it it's for people complaining about like things like oh hey i didn't like this music video because like there was too many flashing colors it's like okay then don't watch it but this is like oh i like this genre i really love like things like this and then you see sexual assault turn into a relationship and you see like it being presented in a very disgusting way and people defending it um i think that Just everybody has a right to be it. like no this is wrong this shouldn't be in the we need to take get get rid of this show because it's it's gross we, and and people saying being offended because there are people who like you're like offending the people who like them like what the fuck I'm sorry. That's it. I'm like, that's stan culture to an excess. Like, what the fuck? I'm not a. It's just. It just makes me so fucking angry and outraged that there are people who are like, not only like, not just like being like, well, it's not rape. They're also just like, yeah, you need to just stop. And I'm like, yeah, that's not deserved. The person is stating a fact that that person was. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Also, like everybody is welcome to their opinion, but like I will say a lot of people who are saying, Oh yeah, this is wrong, this is gross, and it's rape, they're right. <laughs> they're not wrong about it. I'd say stating what? it as oh yeah, this is rape is not stating your opinion, it's stating a fact that happened. <laughs> there are movies that deal with rape. Yes. And Deal with it in an appropriate way. Because one thing that I will say about both instances of sexual assault in this is that I don't think it's given the weight it should be afterwards. I don't think people are affected by it as they probably would be. And just like how it would definitely affect you is more so than being portrayed. But like, oh my god, this is not what I signed up for as well. Like, what the fuck? There was no warning to this. Yeah. There was nothing. And and just watching it now is incredibly nauseating to me. Anytime those two people are on the screen, I'm sick to my stomach because it's just, it's just so wrong. It's, yeah, it's, um, I don't yeah. know what I'm else sorry, we can say about it. It's, it, that's not saying that you did a bad job about your topic. It's just, I don't know what else we could say about it. It's really really messed up and i really hate people who go ahead and try to defend stuff like that and then also this isn't going to be controversial at all i don't think there should be happy endings and stories for rapists the end yeah it's just it's you know it's i hate i hate this because in reality this is probably not the best topic for a podcast because people don't want to be hearing about this i acknowledge that but I also, this is something that, as Jordan pointed out to me when we were, I was debating whether I should talk about this, 
is something that most people don't realize is a thing and is definitely a part of nerd culture and more people should be as pissed off as I am because that's legitimately what you should be. You should just be, you should be angry about this. Everyone should be angry about this. Also, it's in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So, um, anyways, I'm just saying it exists. It's a thing that happens in their culture. It's not like a secret hidden thing. It happens. And yeah, so. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Thank you all. I hope you staying listening. You stayed to the end to listen to this. I do apologize. And if not, hey, hi, what's up? How's it going, guys? Um, We just started a different conversation. So if you did have to skip through that, welcome to the end of the show. Um, I'm sorry, Leah. Yeah. But what I will say to all of you and all of me, um, really quick, I threw it at the very beginning of the episode, but spoiler warning ahead. I repeat, wee, wee, spoiler wee. warning ahead. Um, I'll leave a couple seconds so I can put in like a freaking air raid siren. Okay, but yeah, I'm gonna be talking about um the ending of Attack on Titan. So there will be spoilers about Attack on Titan. I will try my hardest not to go into sheer detail, but sorry, I will be talking about things that happened at the end. So if you want to go into Attack on Titan blind and don't want to have certain things spoiled for you, please skip to um the end of the show. I will again have like a timestamp at the very beginning of this episode so you can skip that. So again, spoiler warning for Attack on Titan, the popular manga that just finished. Here we go. So, I'm... Context, Attack on Titan is a manga that just finished. It's about, you know, giant monster people and the post-apocalyptic world with giant monster people in a civilization that's trying to kind of, um, you know, survive and get past this giant monster people problem. That is like the easiest way I could explain it without going too into it. Um, So they built up these walls to keep all these other people out, blah, 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 blah. But I guess, really, we're going to get with the easy, like, light spoiler thing first. Is the thing that really was a turn off and kind of made me mad about um, Attack on Titan was um, the portrayal of Mikasha as, the, the like, one of the main female leads in this. Mikasha as really only having agency for the main character, Eren. Um, she is a character who was presented in this manga and anime to be one of the top two strongest characters. Um, human characters in the entire series but throughout the whole manga and throughout the whole um anime she is kind of treated as this character who really only wants to protect and really only has the agency to care for and to protect the character Eren and a character who goes out of her way to make sure that Eren's safe even after he betrays her and um does everything he can to push her away from him she still only ever wants to be with Aaron so what I will say is that they do kind of put in a thing to try to explain this away but it doesn't really work um where she is in Ackerman and this is where the spoiler starts she's in Ackerman and the Ackermans are stated as basically being these um enhanced humans who basically pick a host to protect and they will do anything in their power to constantly protect that host. Levi Ackerman is one of those Ackermans, and his host was Ervin, the main general, early on. Um, and then Kenny, Levi's, um, I guess, mentor early on, was also an Ackerman, and his 
um host was i think his story of his story is dad or one one of the like the kings and then mikasa was an ackerman and her host was Aaron, and she is shown as being like needs to be pinned to his side and like will basically go insane if anything happens to her and you know go into battle mode all the time so why i think it is not a great excuse is because um the other two Ackerman characters that are shown in this series do not behave the way to their host that Mikasa does. Levi wants to protect Ervin and like follow his dreams, but doesn't basically completely debase himself in order to protect Ervin. Kinney, hmm. I think, straight up betrays his host, but Mikasa yeah. is so stuck to Ervin's side the entire time. So- she just has no agency and she doesn't really make decisions on her own or really try to do anything on her own outside of what Aaron wants. And that I think is an issue. It, it it's it's an ordeal, I guess. And and the, the thing that, that makes me mad about it is because she is supposed to be one of the strongest um characters in the show she's a strong female character like physically hmm. but when it comes to her as a um like her personality character she is very weak and the thing is like there are other strong female characters in the show there are other very strong female characters in the show but this is the character who is on every single um poster who's the character like when you think of female characters attack on titan she's number one she's the one that everybody cosplays she's the face for female characters in attack on titan but literally has no personality outside of Aaron. and i think that's an issue i think it's an issue because why why couldn't she have her own thing and like Aaron even directly betrays her and goes on a genocidal run to destroy the world but She's still like, oh, I don't think I can kill Aaron. Oh, I think we need to like find a way to stop him. Oh, I'll still protect. Oh, I still love him. Oh, this, oh, that. But he literally, in the show, this is the huge spoiler right here, what I'm about to say. So if you listen to this up and you don't want like something huge spoiled for you, skip like 15 seconds. In the manga, he straight up <laughs> wipes out 80% of the population and she still loves him. And yeah. she, still, she still cares for him and she's still still sticks to his side no matter what and at the end still holds him in high regard even after he does some pretty horrible things and that that's messed up is just like you completely neutered this character who was so strong and so powerful who like when i first started reading i was like oh reading it i was like oh crap mikasa's awesome one of the best characters like the strongest character in the whole show and one of the strongest female characters in anime. But personality-wise and portrayal-wise, not really. And that, that yeah. was point one of, of the upset. Okay. Uh, yeah, you got anything? All right. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, uh, it's, it's very, it's very sad. It's very sad to me because it's very much like, also like, that anime has had a, a large impact on a lot of people and it's just unfortunate that you see characters like that being the poster characters and it's like well you know even even winray who has 
you know, you could debate back and forth on whether she just lives her head. She has her own shit. She has more personality, like buckets, buckets and buckets of personality. And she has her, her own, own stuff. Own, she has her own story arcs. Really, the story arcs that happen with um, Mikasa are... Maze. What? No, I'm yeah. talking about... Sorry. sorry. The story arcs yeah. that happen with Mikasa revolve around... Um, revolve around Eren. Like, Wittery, she has a whole thing of wanting to get revenge for her parents' murder. That's something that has nothing to do with that. She, yeah. go, she, she goes off with Maze Hughes family. Yeah, with Maze Hughes family. And, and she also goes off to um, you know, study on her own. Mikasa never really leaves there inside. Empty, empty shell. He just drags mannequin. He just drags yeah, around. Yeah, mannequin drags around. Who is his bodyguard? That's what she is. Is that's all she is really? Is his bodyguard? And I know people can argue, no, she's more than that. But that's how the show betrays her. That's how the mangaka betrays her. And I didn't like it. And I wish. They could have portrayed her better because she could have been and she deserved to be a freaking awesome character. She's cool. She looks cool. She like has a very cool character design and also like her fighting style is so awesome. But really, they don't mm. do much with her. And that that's upsetting. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is the last part. This is like the huge spoilers. This is like if you didn't read the last chapter or you're like interested in how it ends. This is going to be the stuff that's like, I like huge spoilers. So, Attack on Titan, um, season three ending, you pretty much find out that the people who have been fighting these Titans and everything are actually on an island and they were sent there because they are oppressed people who were basically exiled from their own um, homeland. So, you find yeah. out that all these people actually. They all have the power to turn into people. And the titans that they have been fighting this entire time are people who have been exiled from this original island and um, used with this, um, I guess, potions, the only word that I can think of, to turn them into titans permanently. So the people that they've, the titans they've been killing are people just like them. They all have the power to turn into titans. So the last season, in the third season, last season, is basically them. Um, trying to fight back against the people who are oppressed and, and like find equality and stuff like that against these oppressive people. Um, the whole backstory is like that originally there was like a society that lived. These people got the power of the Titans and they oppressed um, the Marleans. And then the Marleans finally rose up with their technology and weapons, fought back, and then they started oppressing the people and basically are oppressing these people based on their ability to turn into titans and they are now this oppressed group of people it's like oh you're monsters you're devils because you can turn doesn't matter who you are doesn't matter what you can do doesn't matter where you stand in society if you can turn into a titan you're a monster you're oppressed you're whatever so i know that people have stated this and i know that even the mangaka says this but even that these people are an analog for Jewish people. Disre- even disregarding that, these people aren't analog for oppressed people. These people yeah. are analog for people who, despite their ability, despite who they are as people, they're always going to be looked down on because of something they cannot control. That's how they're portrayed yeah. in it. Now, the pro- first problematic portion of this is... You're portraying the people who are oppressed and the people who 
are trying so hard to find equality, you portray them as actual monsters. Let that sink in. Yep. Let that sink in for a second. You portray these oppressed people as actual monsters. Especially when you're comparing it to the Jewish yeah. people. The comparison that you said the, the creator said that it was supposed to be a slight comparison to. Hmm. Ha! And, and that's why I'm saying, even disregarding that, like that huge one that's really gross, any oppressed person, you're portraying them as monsters. Yeah. Hmm. As like maybe some mango dictator did. Any huh. type of minority they are saying are monsters. And that and that's Our and like demons. so you can see that and like I know the mangaka has come out as like saying like, oh no no I don't mean it to be like this. I don't mean it to be like a negative or showing them as monsters. I just meant it to be the story of oppressed people. But there are people like me who read this and see it's kind of gross. It's kind of like, oh my god, you are equating oppressed people to monsters. You're dehumanizing. Which Even I further feel like dehumanizing. We've talked about it. on another <laughs> Sorry, I said what? even further dehumanizing them. It's just. Yeah, I feel like we've talked about that on another episode or something or like maybe on a stream where we yeah. talked about the fact that it's like the idea of equating foreigners and immigrants to non-humans. Yeah. Is a thing we, that like the Trump administration we used. We did that, I think, when we talked about space colonization and stuff and like going to different countries yeah. and seeing like, oh, they're so weak and whatever or so different because they're aliens and stuff and they don't have the same things we need to fix them because we're the white explorers who have to fix the entire universe similar equate equate others you're equating the other to not you're human. making them more alien more yeah. monster like more different than we're already yeah. i get it i have black skin i'm always going to be different than a white person i will never be the yeah. same exact i look different it stands on my skin but you don't have to equate me to aliens or monsters or things like that so that that is the issue that i had it's like you can read between some people you can choose to ignore that you can choose to be like oh no it's just a cool story about people fighting monsters it turns out they were oppressed and they're gonna you know fight back against oppressors and find equality you can look at that as just fun cool fantasy manga cool some people can do that i necessarily couldn't the whole time and then we get to the very end and so aaron his whole plan which is very stupid by the way was to um basically become the villain so that both groups could unite against to fight him and so they end up destroying him in the uh the founding titan and that erases all of the titan powers period so everybody goes back to being human again and so at the very end of this last chapter the people who helped save the world are surrounded by the other people's military and they're like you guys we're going to shoot because like you know you're titans you you can like you know do what this guy did who just wiped out 80 percent of the population so they're about to fire and they're like no 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 don't shoot we lost our power of titans we're just like you now and then while there's still tensions between both sides they can finally move forward to peace talks they can finally like figure out a common ground because the power of the devil is no longer upon them because they call it the titan powers power of the devil power of the devil is no longer in mm. them so now they can start finding common ground outside of that there's still people on both sides who reject it but they're now because they no longer have the power of the devil they, they can be accepted so why do i hate that so much if you couldn't already figure that out mm. huh 
Why, Jordan? Because that is the same thing as saying the way to stop being oppressed, the way to stop being seen as different is to stop being part of that oppressed group. If you don't want yeah. people to call you the N-word, stop being black. If you don't want people to stop saying anti-Semitic things to you, stop being... Sorry, it's just... See, I said I wasn't going to get as angry, but... You know, I'm going to give a little example <clears throat> of the... If you don't want to be... Throughout much of North American history, we've done this to people where we said, we don't want you to be different. So we're going to take away your language. We're going to make it illegal for you to take away your language. We're going to make it illegal for you to practice your religion. We're even going to take your children from you and put them into schools where they won't be near their parents and have horrible shit happen to them. Oh, what am I talking about? Oh, I'm talking about Native Americans and First Nations people, any indigenous people of North America, where we basically stripped them of all aspects of themselves, told them to assimilate, and now they basically have lost 90% of their culture because of us. Because we said, you're not allowed to be different. Excellent comparison. I generally think that's a great comparison we just made right there. It's awful, but it's also very similar. It's just... It's just more of what I was saying. And where I watch these things. And I read these things. And I get the sinking feeling in the pit of my stomach. That I will never be normal. And that's an awful yeah. feeling to and that's... Which is just, like, stupid because you are normal. But, um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's like, my big issue. Like, I, I re read this thing. I liked this thing. I got really into this thing. And then they showed the backstory. And, like, okay, that's a little bit of an issue. I talked to other people about this thing to see if, like, maybe I'm just reading in between the lines. And they're, like, nah, nah, nah. I see it, too. The author has also got them a lot of flack on it, too. Um... It's like okay okay it's like that that's an issue and it's like so then i like and then i it's, it's like i'm just gonna read this because like i'm gonna read three quarters of the way through the story i just want to finish it and then we get up to the ending and it's just like first you neuter one of my favorite characters and then second this thing of just like okay now we can have peace talks because you're no longer titans and that can be seen as a, okay there's no longer something to have a conflict over so now we can get it can easily very easily just you can Put on the blinders and be like, no, this is just fantasy anime. There's not an issue. I can enjoy this without that. Sure, you can do people can do that. I can't. Yeah. Because I'm a minority and there are times when people are unable to look past my skin. It's a visual reminder that is with you every single day. Yeah. And I can't change it. I just have to do what I can to live a normal life and say screw it to the people who refuse to see me as me overall just i know i told this to you earlier but just makes me fucking so happy that i couldn't get into attack <laughs> i remember you saying that yesterday i was like lucky you i'm so happy that you couldn't get into it because i really fell for the freaking anime i fell for the trick i drank yeah. the devil's water and i liked it <laughs> yeah well that's because you can't finish anything same thing happened with bleach i got out of it jordan didn't i'm glad i did but this is a different story yeah, in comparison. I you you said that wrong. You said I can't finish anything. No, you can't finish anything. I have to finish everything. No, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he <laughs> I, has to I finish everything. I have to finish I, everything. 
I don't have to finish it. Because, like, if you don't finish um, something, you're just sitting there lingering. It's like, how does it end? It's like, sometimes I'll just read how it ends on Wikipedia if I really don't, I don't care. just read how it ends. If I really don't care. Yeah. But, like, with Bleach, I'm like, I just want to see how this ends. And then it, it was, Bleach was, the twist ending of Bleach was Bleach was bad. Twist ending of Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones is bad. Uh, it's just, like, so I have to finish some really stupid things sometimes. Yeah. But. Anyways. I get, okay, so I, are you fine if I wrap this up? Oh, yeah, you okay. can wrap it up. So here, so Leah on a couple episodes ago had her thesis statement. So here's like my little just closing argument for this. And I will say the problem with all the topics that we had today are people will come at us and say, well, if you don't like it, then don't watch it. And that would work and that would be fine if the backing behind the reasons we find these things problematic wasn't that these tropes and problematic issues haven't been in media since day one. Like, as I was talking, I realized that Dararara um, has a magical Negro character. That's something that's been around for forever. It's something yep. that needs to change. I don't think we have to simply get over our negative opinions on different works. I don't think that it's like, if I have an issue, if I complain about something that I don't like, I don't think I should have to just simply get over it and move on to something else. But I think that we should start seeing these problems, start pointing them out, start talking them, starting the conversation about them so that we can start working to move forward and pass them. We can start working to change the way things are written, change the way things are portrayed so that they can be open to all sorts of viewers and not just a single viewership. Yep. Some of these issues can be pushed through to enjoy set parts of media, but all in all, they are negative and problematic and therefore they need to be changed. We have lots of people who are going out of the way to try to change media. We have new writers being um, like starting and we have new people who are just writing their own comics. We need to start pushing those medias that do well forward and start pointing out the problematic stuff that exists in the media around us because it's not something that can just be gotten over because it's been happening in my life since the day I was born. I have seen problematic issues since the day i could recognize that media exists and i'm tired of it yeah so 100 percent. Yeah. anyway that's good that was good that was satisfying <sighs> okay that was yeah that so was apparently good. i did get really angry in this episode anywho leah do you want to do our usual after all of the anger take the time to talk about <sighs> something that makes us happy sure it's also funny because it also ties into this episode. Um, so I've been trying to watch animes <laughs> again. Uh, a, 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 a very interesting battle because I kind of realized that I stopped watching a lot of animes because I, I would get frustrated with them. Um, and so that's happened several times where I would just be like, like I tried to watch JoJo's and I was like, nah, I'm not really okay with some of the stuff that's happening here. Um, and then I tried to watch, I or I've, I've been trying to watch other ones and I was like, wow, that's just straight up a crotch shot in a show that doesn't need a crotch shot. Like, why, why did you have to animate this? This is not necessary. So as a result of that, I was like, I, I kind of am like, I remember why I don't watch a lot of anime anymore. Hmm, this is 
frustrating. And it's really like, it's like my tolerance is gone yeah. now. I just can't handle it as much anymore. I, I can't put up with it as much. And it has to be a, something that's really good for me to be able to get past it. Because I'm just like, why did you it, you, it took you frames. You literally had to take frames to edit mm-hmm. this. Took Somebody spent time and money to edit this when it's not necessary. Anyways, so as a result, I was like, I'm going to try something silly. Because I've been trying to watch anime. And I watched uh, The Way of the House Husband. Now, I'm not done with it completely, which is ironic because it's only five episodes and you would think I would finish that super fast because that's what I do. Um, but so far, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It's it's really funny. It's ridiculous. Uh, has so far no negative portrayals that I can see of women. Now, there are very, very few female characters in it. It's mostly about the husband and the Yakuza he interacts with. Um, but the like the head like the woman who's in his apartment building he calls boss Mm. and i love that and like his wife is like pretty awesome um and yeah i just i'm i'm enjoying the fact that it's completely completely tame but it's also insane it's insane and funny but it's also like there's no crotch shots there's like nothing to there's like so far nothing has been been negative for me and i'm like i'm like ready like i'm sitting there ready i'm ready for someone <laughs> for something for shit someone to happen to you. It's like make my I'm day i'm like Freaking make my day. like yeah i'm like i'm ready i'm ready for it to happen but I, nothing has happened and that makes me happy and i highly recommend it yeah no i i've been hearing so much about it cuz of course like most anim- most it's not all animes most animes it's a manga first and i've heard so many fun things about the manga seen like page screenshots and stuff like that so i really do want to check it out but I guess to your first part, I do want to say it's like that is kind of why like I hesitate for um, recommending anime in general and then also anime to you because I know that anime is problematic and I know that every issue you have with it is a thing that's valid. And I don't yeah. want to just be like, hey, read this because, you know, it's it's so good. And then it's like, well, Jordan, no, this does have issues. And it's like I do recognize the issues. I am one I, who can yeah. push past them for the most part. But I recognize the issues, and I know that you shouldn't force yourself to watch something that's going to cause you anguish. I guess it's the only way I can pick to say that. Yeah. Which is, like, not to say that, like, there are someone that I, like, the one that had the random crotch shot. I'm still going to watch oh, the yeah, entire thing because the story is interesting and the characters are good. Um. Oh, I was going to say about the house husband. Shit, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, I really like the art style of it, too, because it's animated as if it's manga panel- yes. panels. Yes, <laughs> it looks really good. It's so interesting. It's a very unique style of animation. Um. Anyways. Um. Yeah, so... Really, like mine, the only thing I could really think of that like was actually good and was like stand out because my brain's got a fright this week is I also <laughs> doing an anime, but this more manga and anime suggestion is a silent voice. Um, a silent voice is a manga and anime about um, basically follows a school kid whose name I cannot remember off the top of my head, but he um went to school. He was kind of like the prankster, the like kind of guy who always class clown who always needs to be the center of attention and then transferring into his school is a deaf girl and i think it's mostly because he's doesn't really understand what it means to be deaf and he's kind of he's that class clown needs to be center of attention he starts to bully her and then 
eventually she transfers out of the school and because of the bullying all of that like kind of falls back on him and he starts getting made fun of and teased and all of this and his middle school life basically turns into hell so he goes into high school and basically wants to find this girl and um reconcile with her and do what he can to make up for basically ruining her childhood and it follows them and how basically after all the bullying and stuff he's kind of given up on trying to make connections with other people and it just deals a lot with like understanding like another person especially one who's not like you and also going out of your way to basically understand people again and like be accepting and being open and i thought it was really good really interesting portrayal of different types of people and i think from what i've read an accurate portrayal of how deaf people and how people with disabilities are treated in japan and it was just a very very good story very heartwarming that sounds cool it was really sad at times but it's also very good so it is a um anime movie on you can find it on netflix but i would also suggest reading the manga as well it's only like 60 chapters which that sounds like a lot but that's actually very short for manga so yeah i that sounds like i'll put it on my list yeah, that sounds I, good again always hesitate this but i think you'll like this one i think you will really like this one yeah, yeah we discussed yeah you got a base yeah i understand yeah you you, understand. you will really like this one it's very it's critically acclaimed i think but yeah it's it's mm. really good i i honestly i recommend this one it's it i enjoyed it it warmed my heart but also made me sad at the same time at certain parts but yeah mm. check it out oh. <laughs> a silent voice okay i will koei no watachi i think was the um hold on i'm never gonna remember that could sorry koei no katachi is the japanese name so if you're trying to find the um manga that's how you're gonna find oh yeah so yeah koei means voice yeah i will put both of those in the um description but yeah i think we're good so leah you got anything else you know this has been a hard episode and i just want everybody to know that we appreciate you listening if you listened all the way through and we apologize if it was hard yeah but but not all of them can be fun unfortunately most so. of them won't be <laughs> anyways but yeah have a good week everyone yeah. thank you guys for listening we will we will talk to you later bye bye